everybody, it's me, Gina, and this is A Place for Us. Since it's been quite some time since I've recorded A Place for Us, just a quick reminder that A Place for Us podcast is a special kind of podcast. It came out of a desire on my part to create a special place. One might even call it a sacred place where I could share some deep thoughts or talk about things that are really bugging me or things that I'm really passionate about, all with the intention of bringing my passion and my heart and yes, my vulnerability to the airwaves and invite others to make it their place, to connect with me, to share their stories. For this episode, I want to share some pretty deep thoughts about a podcast I just recorded and about an issue that is one of the most painful realities I have had to face during my journey of discovery as Mrs. Green. And you know what? That's saying a lot. And it's all about clean water and energy on Navajo land. I think a good place to start is with just a few facts because I'm one of those people that believe that facts matter. The Navajo Nation is a Native American territory covering about 17,544,500 acres, occupying portions of northeastern Arizona, northwestern New Mexico, and a very small portion covering southeastern Utah in the United States of America. Quite a bit of that is actually in my state, Arizona. And if you've ever traveled to that part of the country, you know that for the most part, it would not be considered prime real estate. But to the Navajo people, it is sacred land as they truly believe all land is sacred because it is. So let's hold that thought for a minute because it is relevant. On top of the land mass, there are approximately 370 million indigenous people living in over 90 countries worldwide. And they hold 20% of the land that maintains 80% of the world's remaining biodiversity. Think rainforest, because I was thinking, what? There's not a lot of biodiversity on the Navajo Nation land, but when I think about the rainforest, that's where so much of it is. But what I really want to talk about is right here in the good old U.S. of A., here in the United States of America, 35% of dwellings on the Navajo Nation are not connected to central power or potable water. The breakdown is actually 30% of homes lack running water. Just imagine that. Press pause and imagine that. If you got up this morning, you couldn't brush your teeth, and you couldn't flush the toilet, and you couldn't take a shower, and you couldn't wash your hands. Just press pause on your brain for a minute and imagine what that would be like. And 40% of those dwellings lack electricity. It's, It's really almost impossible for me to get my head around. So the Navajo people haul water anywhere from five to 50 miles away at an enormous expense of about $13.30 per 100 gallons in comparison to 40 cents a gallon in a city that's nearby, but not really. And as I said, I can't even get my head around it. There is so much wealth in this country and we are all living on indigenous land and yet the very people we took it from don't have electricity and running water. When I found that out, I couldn't even handle it and obviously I'm not handling it very well right now. How can this be? So let me tell you a little bit more about this painful subject. A couple of days ago, I had the honor and true privilege of interviewing a woman named Carletta Chief. I honestly think she might be the wonder woman of our time. I'm not even kidding. 
To begin with, she is the director of the Indigenous Resilience Center at the University of Arizona, an associate professor and extension specialist, Department of Environmental Sciences, University of Arizona, and packed in those titles is lots of work, trust me. It's a new center, so even more work. And did I mention she is Dr. Carletta Chief? Are you ready for this? She also has three small children that she is raising, which is like three full-time jobs. So obviously, lots of things about her blow me away, but maybe the biggest one is she was one of those kids who grew up in a home with no electricity and no running water, and she has her PhD from the University of Arizona. Can you begin to imagine that? As for me, I can't. I try, but I can't. She did it. I hope you'll listen to her interview because she's so bright, so enthusiastic about the major projects she is either involved with or leading the charge for, and her passion and her hope for change just knocked my green socks off. She inspired me and gave me hope, for reals. Talk about inspirational. And good for the University of Arizona for taking the issues of the Navajo Nation very, very seriously and actually working to bring about very long overdue changes. And I emphasize long overdue. With her at the helm of some pretty impactful initiatives, I'm hopeful and I'll be watching and I will hopefully be figuring out ways along the way that I can help. So here's the heart of the matter for me. This is a money problem. This is a freaking money problem, plain and simple. Carletta mentioned in her interview that some of the homes without electricity and drinking water in the more remote areas of the Navajo Nation might never have water and electricity because of the expense. And I was doing the interview and I thought, really? Really? There's so much money in this country that it's hard to get my head around that. So I have an idea. How about Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Warren Buffett, all multi-billionaires, have a little get-together and pull their resources from one month's income and get this over with. A money problem? I think not. It's really a caring problem. It's a who gives a crap about Navajo people living in a remote area in our country living without water and electricity problem. It's a nation who spends billions of dollars making weapons, but who can't seem to find the money to fix this one. And obviously, it's driving me crazy. I'm pretty sure by now you get my point. So what the heck can we do about it? I think lots of things. We can care. We can learn about it. We can learn how we might support some of the nonprofits working passionately and tirelessly to change the current reality. Even if it's a small donation every month or volunteering up there for a month. I don't have all the answers, but I know there's always something we can do and it all adds up. So let me leave you by sharing my big, bold, bodacious dream. Somebody listening to this might know Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, who is giving away epic amounts of money to causes she believes in, game-changing money, money that will help change the face of the organizations she is donating to forever. And they might be able to get her to focus on this. You might know someone who will be able to get us on her screen on this inexcusable, disgraceful reality that our country needs to face and fix. You know, my mom always told me, dream big because dreams are free and some of them just might come true. And I am a living example of that. 
I've had lots of dreams and many of my dreams have come true. So if you know Mackenzie, please be in touch. You know how to reach me. I will be like a dog with a bone trying to get her attention because I honestly think she might care and she might help this horrible wrong forever. But if you don't happen to have Mackenzie's contact info, I'm okay with that. But will you please think about what might spark real joy in you when it comes to joining me in my commitment to making a difference? Because I happen to believe that every person in this great country of ours, every single person, man, woman, and child, should be able to turn on their lights and their faucets every single day. Thanks for being a part of my world.